0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 53 of the CZest Show. Wow. First time going to video, um, I'm pretty excited. So, hope you guys enjoy, you know, a little bit of experimentation, you know what I'm saying? Once you watch this episode, if you have any input, any advice, I'm open to constructive criticism um, and I'm excited but uh, yeah just to recap you guys you know Trey wasn't here in a while he was on episode 51 this is episode 53 now on episode 52 uh, I have my boy Coop from Newport News um, he started this one thing called Coop Hoops you guys should definitely check out uh, my last post in regards to my last episode he's doing big things out there but we were discussing the NBA finals and uh, it went pretty good so uh, I was right. I said the Raptors will win at six, so that was exciting. Should have bet him, um, and I'm still waiting on my line from someone uh, to the left of me right now, but we'll talk about that later, um, but yeah, let's get to it, man. It's been a lit finals. A lot of things have been going on. A lot of trades um, have been going on. Just, just a lot has been going on, so uh, without further ado, I have Trey returning for episode 53, so ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for my co-host, my boy, Trey. <laughs> Yo, you already
1: know what's going on. You already know what's going on. Episode fifty-three. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I really want to serenade y'all right now. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait on it. I'm gonna, I got Larry's pulled up and everything. I'm gonna wait on it. But I'm glad to be back. We on video?
0: We're Let's on video. go. We, we're definitely on video. Let's we, go. We're, we're really out here. So yeah, nah, cheers, right. cheers. Red wine, by the way. Gotta, gotta, got rock with red wine. No matter what's in my cup, it's in my cup. You. <laughs> 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 cool. So. First thing I want to talk about is this finals recap. Like I said, Raptors in six, been saying it all year long. Raptors, 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 Raptors. So excited, they ended up winning the series four games to two. Um, it was crazy. Uh, the Warriors didn't win any games in Oracle. Um, and just going into it, you know, I knew that there was a possibility that Katie wasn't gonna play, you feel me? And I knew there was a possibility, you know, that you know, the the Raptors are just more battle-tested, you know what I'm saying? They went through one of the best teams from the five through the eighth seed, I would say, in the Orlando Magic, and I'm pretty sure the Orlando Magic had the best record in the East or maybe overall after All-Star break. So they were pretty competitive. Um, And then after that, they went to the second round. You can argue they faced the legit best starting five in the East in the 76ers with Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, JJ Redick, um, Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons. Really crazy, won seven games. Kawhi had to hit a crazy corner shot, um, passing through Ben Simmons and over uh, Embiid to hit the lucky shot. Um, And then, you know, they were down 0-2 against the Bucks. And then after that, uh, they won four straight and Kawhi just put his imprint on it. So um, it was crazy, man. Kawhi Leonard won his second Finals, MVP, um, he ended up averaging 29 points per game, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 1.2 block shot, 91% from the field. High volume shooter, but still 44% from the field, uh, 36% from three. Had major, major contributions. Siakam, 28, 4, 51% from the field, which was crazy, um, above his season average. Uh, Kyle Lowry played well, 16, 7 to 4, above his season average. Van Fleet was crazy off the bench, fourteen, um, and the list goes on and on and on. So um, I think the you know the main reason you know why why, why they won in, in general, I just thought that they had more depth. At the end of the day, it's about who's the most healthiest and who's in sync. And I just felt like the Raptors were a little bit more in sync. Now, obviously, KD didn't play. Like I said, I anticipate him not playing. Now, if Katie played, I may still have been a little biased and had the Raptors going in seven. But I just felt like without KD, since he's such a luxury, I was just like, yeah, they they don't have that much firepower. They don't have that much firepower. But the Raptors just, they're more athletic. Um, They have more depth. I think they had the better player overall. Um, And I actually think Nick Nurse... Um, for rookie coach, out coach Steve Kerr as well, too. Um, And I just knew, you know, even though the regular season really don't matter, the fact that they beat them in Oracle without Kawhi and they beat them the first time, I was like, yeah, they're here now. And I kind of think that playing against the, the Blazers really didn't really work out for them because although they got to the conference final, I feel like they overachieved a little bit. Okay. So I was just like, yeah, you guys aren't really as battle-tested. I mean, you guys went through Houston in six games, second round, and you went six games um, against the Clippers, but I just knew what it was. And one of the biggest things, too, I was thinking about was like, yo, like, Boogie ruptured his quad, right? He had a quad injury he was hurt. in game one, I think, of against the Clippers, right? Game one or game two? I think it was game one, honestly. Um, and that was crazy because you're really expecting a man to miss multiple weeks to come back and give you what he's used to giving you about 24, 25, and, like, 12. But that wasn't the case. I knew – I feel like with big men, too, it just takes a while for them um, to regroup. He's to seven regroup. Foot tall. <laughs> Yeah, seven foot tall. Got to get his conditioning back. Boy, was gassed. Game two. It's crazy because, like, game one – he played, what, seven, eight minutes. So I'm like, all right, they're probably going to slowly boost up his minutes. I didn't think he was going to go from eight minutes all the way to 28 yeah. minutes from game one to game two. I was like, yo, like, like are, you, are you serious right now? Um, so he kind of scared me a little bit game two. But overall, like, if you think about it, the Raptors could have swept them. Like, game one, Raptors handled business. Game two, out of all people, Iggy. Iggy hits a wild three to win the game. (laughs) wide open three. wide open three. And imagine if if Kawhi stole the ball. Like, that's another possession right there. And then also, the Raptors had historically, like, one of the worst starts of a third quarter in general. And they still only lost by, what, three, four points, which is crazy. Um, And then if KD didn't play game five, Raptors would have probably won that one too. So... Uh, it was just crazy, man, but I gotta say, you know, you know, Steph did all he could. He still ended up averaging thirty six and five. Um and, you know, obviously Clay went down game six. He averaged twenty six, five and two. Um uh, Draymond had basically averaged a triple double, so that was pretty pretty good too. So, um, what was your impressions on uh, you know, the the finals? Um and, and yeah, I wanna hear your thoughts. Why do you think the Raptors won? Why do you think the Warriors lost? Um Pressure on the finals. I think a lot of it was injuries
1: to the Warriors. I mean, to keep it stacked, I'm not taking away any anything away from the Raptors, but a lot of injuries. You know, Katie was down. Who knows if Iggy was 100%. Mm-hmm. K- Clay was ailing, yeah. and then ended up tearing his. ACL yeah, and, and and the end of it, which I didn't think the injury was that bad at first. I thought it was an um, ankle injury, mm-hmm. but it turned out in the game to be a to be a ACL because you see he comes down, and he tweaks his leg. Yeah. Um, in game six, Clay is a real deal. Like I feel like
0: they could have stole that game because Clay like he's going for forty five. I ain't gonna lie because right? they were up like four. I think the Warriors are up four at that point. Yeah, before he got hurt, right. Dude, <laughs> you're right. Yo. Game six, Clay is OD. Like I, and I, I was doing Fanduel with my boy Zach. Okay. I, I definitely picked Clay Thompson there too. Um, Go stupid. He went hurt, but he went stupid. Go stupid. And I feel like they, the Warriors, had that momentum, and the fact that that was their last game ever in Oracle, I was just like, yo, like. If it's any game for them to win, they can force a game seven, and that gets real spooky right there. But if he didn't go down, um, I'd be thinking like, yo, they would have probably won that joint. Yeah. But we'll, we'll never know. But keep going, man.
1: Um, between that, I think, and it was interesting because I focused a lot on uh, game six, watching it, seeing what like, different people were doing. I think coming down the stretch, I don't think Kawhi had a great game coming down the stretch in game, not game five, game six. In the, in the final game, I didn't think Kawhi had a great game coming down the stretch. I think that it's collective effort. Definitely. Collective effort. I think the Van Fleet, Van Fleet was cooked Quinn Qu- <laughs> Cook. And his friend Van <laughs> Fleet. It's
2: <laughs> Red <laughs> <Van> Fleet.
1: <laughs> I think Fred Van Fleet, not, I'm not going to say bailed out, but he, he fit in where he could get in. He, he did the damn thing mm-hmm. when it came to performing where he needed to perform. That backup point guard role, that attacking Quinn Cook. Where he should have been. Um, let's see. Again, once once Clay went down, those matchups get tough because you got Pascal Siakam that's a a legit stretch for the, doing work, and he operates in that mid post game. So you have Iggy, you have Clay that are two elite defenders, mm-hmm. and you have elite players on the other team like Kawhi Leonard that's not going to stop. Even though I said it seemed like coming down a stretch that yo. Kawhi seemed like he kind of shied away from it. Mm-hmm. Except for those, he had like one or two and ones that mm-hmm. were like that were huge. Mm-hmm. That were huge. And um like they were grown man basketball. But it was still like, all right, the Warriors were trapping in some situations. Like, all right, where's Clay? Clay kind of just was stood around like mid court, but didn't like cut directly to the uh basket or to the ball yeah. and different things like that. But um again, it, it came down to death. And um the the Raptors had more than that. They were battle tested. Uh, Lowry, the leader that he was, he deserved to like put the trophy over his head. Um, Kawhi, just he's a dynasty killer. He, he, is, a is, a dynasty killer. He's he is a dynasty killer. He is a dynasty killer. With with no emotion at all until <laughs> he kills the king of the north, or he, he you know he just does away with the tyrants that it is that they are. And um, again, the supporting cast went crazy. You 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 can't do anything but tip your hats to these guys because. They didn't celebrate until it was time to celebrate you know they they finished the job no even if it did look like oh we're probably gonna get these guys still injury prone Seth still had that shot when that that play called it that that pick play from the block and then Seth comes around after um the ball gets inbound and gets that shot it was a wide open look but not not wide but it was it was the, it was the best look he would have got
0: and is Steph Curry the best shooter of all time?
1: Best shooter of all time you in the NBA. You gotta make that.
0: I even I I just had that feeling it was gonna miss too. Does it hurt his legacy? And that was actually going into my next topic. How does this fare with his legacy? Do you do you think it's tainted a little bit? Now, I mean, if you wanna be quite frank, I love Steph Curry. And Steph Curry, if you happen to watch this, uh, I think you Going to go down as the best point guard of all time. You're definitely the best shooter, all around shooter of all time I've ever seen. Set shooter, probably Clay I I gotta go, Clay. Um, but yeah, Steph Steph's one of the best. Uh, he definitely compared to the last couple of finals, um, I saw some improvement, sort of, but it's kind of hard to say about the improvement because he did have KD with him, so there was no pressure on him the last two finals that they were in that they won, so his stats looked a little better, but before that. Honestly, his first one, you know, if you're going to talk about injuries playing a big part, you can argue their first ring that they won, injuries played a huge part because oh, they gosh. didn't have two. LeBron didn't have two All Stars. He didn't have Kyrie, went down game one, but I think in overtime. And then Kevin Love hurt his shoulder, well, separated his shoulder from Kelly, Ulenick, Kelly Ulenick, okay. um against the Celtics, too. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, the Warriors got injured, too, but they still had a couple All-Stars with them, too. It was like, how, how much talent do you need right there? You know what I'm saying? You still got Iggy Livingston, um, Kevon Looney. You still had those boys right there. And and, um, and I don't know. But to answer your question with Steph, man, uh, it it kind of always seems sometimes like when it matters the most, he kind of goes sleep a little bit. Um, does it mess up his legacy? Not really, because without him, there would be no Warriors or potential dynasty or whatever you want to call them, wherever they're going to be cemented in legacy in their legacy. So uh, I don't think it's too tainted, but it makes you definitely think like, can he be that number one option to win a chip? Um, he's never won a finals MVP yet. And I feel like even if they came back down from three one to win this, I think it would have went to Clay Thompson. Um and that just sucks. But What Clay was having a great game that that game though. He had he was averaging twenty six for real for real. Okay. I mean, he had a pretty solid game one. I think game two was pretty solid too. Didn't play game three. Game four he played pretty damn good. Game five he played pretty damn good. Um I don't know. I just feel like a lot of times when easy. You said, said th- twenty six. No, nah, I think oh, Steph average, Steph average 30, Clay has yeah. 26. So so why do you, why do you say he's going away? I just feel like I don't know about you, but I feel like sometimes with Impact, like I feel like even when Steph scores, it don't really seem impactful. I feel like a lot of times even though he'll give you 28, 30 points a night, he still gives up about 15 points. And I feel like with Clay, it's I don't know. I just felt like Clay was more impactful. Even Draymond was a little bit more impactful than Steph Curry this series, but maybe I'm tripping. We we think. About are, you, that? are you
1: are you like suffering from like having a birthday near Christmas? The, the presents <laughs> don't mean anything to you anymore. Like was what, what like? I like that. All he does is hit threes, and, and, and he he averaged thirty points in the finals. Like Steph's a big time player. Like that's Steph hit shots, and He's it's demoralizing to a great. team. So so we. We didn't have a team that had the firepower, I guess, per se. And even with the matchups coming down the stretch, so they had more leeway for firepower. So where Golden State Warriors was lacking in offense, the Toronto could, could strike them, not lacking, but where, where they were gaining in the offense, Toronto could strike them right back because they might not have had some of their defenders. So this is the one of the first finals that we've seen, maybe a three not mean as much per se, because last year with, with the Cavs that probably weren't the best shooting, they weren't the best shooting they team. The worst they were the worst defensive team too. The worst defensive team too. So when you hit a three back to back, meant something, mm-hmm. you know, like it was like, oh, like they might not be able to come back from this. Oh, Steph's hot. Like, Steph dropping 30 points, damn near a game this series, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it and it meant something. Like, so, not meant something, but it meant a little less Yeah, because the Raptors could come right back and score, or they had another defender that could help with one of their weapons. Mm-hmm. So when Clay was hot, maybe Seth wasn't going this crazy. He had 30 21 points probably because of the volume of shots that Clay had in the uh in this in this last game too. But I, I just think when it comes to that, you, you still have to respect the greatness because Seth's putting up those numbers. He's still hitting threes. Is it oversaturated with with, with not KD wasn't playing, but with Clay Thompson around going crazy? Yeah, it's a little bit oversaturated with with and different. And it's like for years. me
0: too. It's like you're two time you're you're the first ever unanimous MVP, two time five you know uh, what you call it regular season MVP, right? Back to back, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously three time champion, but it's like I feel like when it matters most, like when you when it's a one two possession game in the fourth quarter, six seven eight minutes to go, you like where are you? You're asleep. You're okay. asleep, bro. Like you're asleep and I need you to I need you to do better. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though when did Clay did Clay get fouled out one game? I don't think Clay got fouled out one. Maybe he got fouled out one game. I can't remember, but what that game did they go boxing one? That was game, game
1: two, right? Two where he hit the shot.
0: Did Clay get fouled out? Because the to. boxing one there at the elbow then towards Game Two Warriors. I think it's game two, yeah that game, the five-point game. Game two, they played boxing one, like, the last couple of minutes, I think, because Klay Thompson may have gotten fouled out, right? I think he got fouled out, and Steph didn't score any points. No. Klay Thompson didn't get fouled out. He hurt his hamstring. Then he left the game, I think, right? He left the game. And then it was just Steph Curry and Draymond Green with Iggy Livingston, and I think uh, Boogie or something like that. Um, But yeah, man, like, in the fourth quarter, he'd be sleep. I'm like, dude, where you at? I don't know if it's, it's because he's not that great defensively. Because when you, when you looked at it, like whoever was on him, whoever he was guarding, was frying him. Like there was one clip on Twitter when <laughs> Van Fleet had the ball up top and he signaled to Liv and said, Yo, go get this man. Like I can't guard him right now. But I guess because since they're so injury plagued, he has to do so much offensively. Even though he's not known for his defense, he had to take. He had to to get Hidden up there So um, The light exposes Yeah I mean to answer your question I don't think it really Taints him too But I think I think now We definitely have to Hold him to A standard like a LeBron James And stuff like that too Because if you If you got that much Accolades like You you gotta You gotta bring your A game You definitely gotta Bring your A game So um, I'm gonna leave it off With that too Next thing I wanna talk about uh, For the next topic Has to possibly be um, Kevin Durant (laughs) KD, KD, yeah, that's me. <laughs> um <laughs> so KD ruptured his Achilles. Um, so I believe it was game five against the Rockets, right? In yes. the fourth quarter, I think. KD went for no. a side it was a fourth quarter or was it third quarter? KD ruptured his before half. No, Not Achilles. I'm going back to I'm fall, fall. I'm okay. going back to when KD first hurt his calf. Okay. So he hurt his calf against the Rockets. Game, game five in the fourth quarter, he said that once he shot the ball, it felt like someone had kicked him. That's normally like a sign of you getting an Achilles injury. Um, but he felt that he went on to miss the rest of that series, go and stay, took care of business. Then he went on to miss the conference finals. Um, and then after that, uh, against the conference finals against the Blazers. And then he went to the conference, I mean, he went to the championship, missed game one, two, three, and four and then he came back game 5 um damn a I ain't even going to lie to you bro <laughs> when i heard he was playing i was like damn maybe you know he's been out of rhythm a little bit so i i, I think he's going to he's been out of he's been out of sync for a little bit you know what i'm saying battling his injury so i, I think he's going to be a little rusty but some things you just some things just come natural do you know what i'm saying yeah. so i was just like damn like i'm actually kind of shook like if it's any team Besides LeBron James in 2016 and coming from a 3-1 deficit, if Katie is good to go and won't further risk anything could have been injury-wise, it probably could have been a wrap. It, it, yeah. You know <laughs> when he came back, bro, dude hit like three threes. I was like, dude, come on. Like, he was looking invincible right there, and I think there was a possession where Serge Ibaka is guarding him, and he just has to cross over to his left, and then you just see in slow motion when they show the videotape, his Achilles slash calf just, just like <laughs> – it's like jelly, like being crushed or something like that. Um, scary moment, very, very scary moment, man. Um, it was kind of, it was kind of sad, you know. Like I never, you know, wish bad upon any player, any person that's trying to get theirs at the same time. Now I could be upset about him, you know, because he made the choice to go to Golden State, but I ain't gonna be mad at him because, um, you know, he's a hooper, and you know, you gotta do what makes you happy. So. Um, it, was, it, it sucked. Um, I think it's going to change the entire landscape of free agency. Um, it's going to change college basketball. going to change college basketball, uh, and then it's going to definitely change the Warriors in the future. Um, what do you feel about his injury? Um, do you think he should have played? Because I feel like sometimes with KD, it's like, man, and I'm just speculating because I don't know the man, but it seems to me based on what he lets – us into in his world, whether it be interviews or being on social media, he has very thin skin. Would you agree that it looks like he has thin skin at some moments?
1: Uh,
0: I'll agree with that, per se. Sometimes to, it seems like of he of has the perception. The perception. Before I go into my spiel. Yeah. Center. So the perception to me seems like he has somewhat of thin skin. Um, and I feel like he was pressured. I think he was pressured by his players. I think he would, he caved into social media, possibly was pressured by them saying, oh, they had this whole scenario, oh, if KD don't play and they win, like, you're useless, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I think, you know, I think management was trying to push him too. Because when you look at Bob Myers in that post-game conference. In tears. In tears. It didn't even really look sincere <laughs> at all. He was like, damn, like, the whole time he just looked guilty. I was like, dude, I know guilt when I see it. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Like- I'm going to jail for what I did. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I'm going to jail for what I did. um. And I was just like, bro, like, you know, you probably pressured him saying this and this and that and you made it feel like, I mean, he was needed. I ain't even gonna flex, but I felt like two, I mean, it's just two different like scenarios. It's like, on one hand, if you're a competitor and you get cleared because they said, at first I thought he just got cleared by the team doctors. He actually got a second opinion too. They both said Good to that go. he was good to go and the worst you can do is re-injure your calf but I just felt like I knew it wasn't his calf it will not his calf bro because even after game two when they won game when the Warriors won game two and they went back into the tunnel back when uh Klay uh, Thompson and um Drake had their little words exchange or whatever KD had that ice pack on his leg and it won't even really at his calf like that. Yeah. It was kind of below there, too. So I was just like, dude, you kind of walking funny. I was like, dude, why would you risk it? But I'm saying, like, if they clear you to play, then you're a competitor and you feel like you can contribute. And this is where it matters the most. I don't blame them. But at the same time, we're in the air now where players have the power now. And you're making more money now than ever because of the salary cap going up. And you're about to be a free agent. It's just like... Dude, is Katie. seven feet? save your bread, bro. Save your bread, because leg injuries are crazy, especially, like you said, when you're seven feet. Um, but that sucks. I mean, how do you think about that? Do you do you think he should have played? And then following that, uh, what do you think his futures are? What do you think his future um, is looking like, you know? I'll be honest. In the offseason. Um, I don't think he should have played
1: particularly, but I know if it would have been me, I would have played. Mm-hmm. You know, just being a competitor, being like somebody that's played the sport. Yeah. And... I I've 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 had like tinnitus in my Achilles and stuff like that. And it might not have felt the same for him, but it's probably just some tightness. And he's been off it for like two weeks, two and a half weeks at that point. Yeah. That's, all right, let's go, let's see what happens. Some tightness. Um I'm gonna go play on it. That's probably always kinda ailing him. Yeah. And he and he's been playing on it. Like they don't show you his workouts when he's off, outside the court, because they don't want you to know how ready he is, and stuff like that. But he clearly had been playing on it here and there. All it takes is a misstep to pop your Achilles. Definitely when it's already injured, it was probably already like a little bit torn or something like that. Yeah. And that that was the step it took to to go. Um, does it hurt him in free agency? No, I think Katie's still the gem. He's he's a he's a secret weapon or, or ultimate weapon, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Like Katie's he's tough. He's the greatest scorer we've seen in basketball. Mm -hmm. Um, The outlet Like the outlook Of how it's going to change I think Players are going to be A lot more selfish now Mm -hmm. They're going to Like we saw Kawhi Everybody questioned Kawhi Nobody's questioning Kawhi anymore Because he was healthy enough This year to play And win a championship On a totally different team Than he was before Mm -hmm. KD doesn't have that same That same situation He can't do that
0: He's trying to see He's trying to seek that validation too
1: Yeah Um, And we To be honest as fans We've never really appreciated KD After he went to Golden State from from like a to be completely honest, from a from an NBA standpoint, unless you just around the guy twenty four seven, I don't think you really appreciate KD. Since he's been on Golden State, because you're like, all right, maybe took the easy way out. If we boil it down, Golden State plays a style of basketball where it's pass the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball. Let's get a good shot, or let's shoot an open shot. They they play a carefree style of basketball. That's what he saw compared to what he was playing with the Thunder at the time. With my turn, your turn. Yeah, yeah, my turn, your turn, my turn, your turn. It's like, let's pass, get the best shot. They were playing defense. It looked like a fun AAU team, pretty much, like just just dogging people, you know? They were just out there dogging people. The the Nike, the Adidas circuit, let's go out and let's dog people with our mobs we have. And KD saw that, he's like, I'm going to go play that for a few years. He wasn't really worried about validation. He got two rings out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think we appreciated him as much. And for him, he was like, yeah, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to show people how tough I am, rather than sit around because he probably felt good, but was he 100%? I know we could pull 100 athletes and we might not even get 10 that will say that, hey, I've played every game at 100%. You know, definitely for athletes that have played that long at that stature, if the, everything's on the line, the championship's on the line, your team's down 3-1 or they were down 3-1 It was three down three at the time, um, you're going to go out there, you're going you're gonna to do it for, what you got to do for your team. Yeah. And it's a question of your toughness too. Yeah. Nah, bro, I ain't going out like, no, I ain't no Mike Scott, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't no, Um, so all respects to KD for going out there and doing that. Mm-hmm. But going forward, nobody's playing with their money anymore because their body is their money, you know? And if I'm real again, I don't think the Golden, the Golden State Warriors fans really respect, were like really respect him, really appreciate him for what he had. Yeah. Now that we think he's going, I believe he's going in free agency, but I don't think they really understood that, yo, this is a gym. Like, yeah. this is a cheat code that we have. Is it fair? I guess, is this basketball? So you got to match up how you match up. But he's a gym. Like, if Clay's not having a good night, if Seth's not having a good night shooting threes, cool, whatever. But KD's going to score the ball. Yeah. He might have a game where he's not being super aggressive, but he can score the ball at will. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to change basketball from college on. Um It might... It will change KD, just from Achilles is the basketball injury. It's the basketball injury. You're not really, never really gonna be the same. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what how he bounces back, and it could further his legacy. He comes back. He's what 31 right now. Yeah. He comes back. He's not gonna play next season. He's come back at 32, 33. Yeah. Killing it, and then we're like, wow, like this is a totally different player we've we've seen before. Like, mm-hmm. or oh, we we won't. You, you lose something, and you appreciate it a lot more. Yeah. So we're, we're going to appreciate his greatness when he comes back, which I hope he comes back at 100% and shows the whole league what they've been missing.
0: For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, then I have, I think I got a stat somewhere. Um, let me see what I want to add real quick, though. Um. Oh, yeah, there we go. So... Um, uh, I, snap, I took a screenshot of something on Twitter. It uh, basically said Achilles tear recoveries for notable NBA players um, and their ages and whatnot. So in recent history, DeMarcus Cousins tore his Achilles. Um, his total recovery time was 357 days at the age of 27. Kobe Bryant, 240 days at the age of 34. Wow. Chauncey Billups, 296 days to recover at age 35 Elton Brand, two hundred forty three games, uh, age twenty seven, and then Dominique Wilkins, two hundred eighty three, um, and age thirty two. Um, some notable other players have been Rudy Gay, who we saw had a pretty damn good season to his standards, and then Mike Conley um, was battling some 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 Achilles related injuries as well too in his in his uh in his uh you know his uh, career. Um, so you think he's going to be out the whole year? Yes, of course. Not at all. Come back. No, I yeah, he kind of injured very really late on, too, so it makes sense. Um, so, my next topic for you is if you're Katie, what do you do? Um, you say he's about to rock. I think what he should do, I mean, if it well, if you're saying now for real, for real, if he's about to miss a whole year, I mean, he's such a unique player, like you said a little earlier, to the fact that any team like a Brooklyn, like a Clippers. Um, even in New York, they're willing to wait for him for a whole year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I think what I would do if he, if if he cannot come back by playoff time, which he probably won't, like you said, I don't mind opting into my contract and then just getting healthy under Golden State and going elsewhere. But at the same time, that's the same team that sent you back out there. Sent you back. I mean, at the end of the day, that was his choice. Okay. Let's be real; like that was his choice at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? That maybe he was influenced a little bit, but at the end of the day. We have free will, and his choice was to play. Knowing that something could be re-aggravated, not the Achilles, he wanted there to play, too. Um, but I don't know, man. I think I may opt into my contract and then become a free agent next year. But if there's a team, you know, that wants me, then I might do that because, you know, there's rumors that Kyrie might go to Brooklyn and they can yeah. get another free agent spot right there if they don't match D'Angelo Russell's offer. So it was just like, do you want to see Kyrie... Just see what he can do the, for the that year, and then when Katie come back, it's like, damn! All right, now we know what we can be.
1: No, we don't want to see what Kyrie can do that year. To be <laughs> honest, I, not even taking no shade from Kyrie, but we don't. We saw that experiment in Boston this year. I mean, it, not, and he had he had a better supporting cast. Yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm smart, leadership. Mm-hmm. If I'm smart, like insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, and expecting different results. I don't want to see the same results, bro. Yeah. Like, let's do something different. Yeah. As well as, bro, Mark Cuban. Took Christoph Porzingis with an ACL tear. Yeah. He wasn't gonna play this year. Yeah, he's sitting yeah. there. He's gonna be graded and geared up with yeah. Luca Doncic <laughs> for next season, ready to go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a a year in an ailing franchise that probably didn't look like they were gonna reach the conference finals at least. Because as good as Boston was, I don't. I don't see them reaching the conference finals if if the East stays intact. They're not. So. Let's, let, let's offer. Yeah, let's. <laughs> no, nah, bro. Like, it's not happening. <laughs> Yo, but, <laughs> but um, let's let's buy in. Let's give Kyrie his money. Let's get KD here and see what happens. I mean, he can be here. he just he won't be playing. That's fine. That's a long-term investment. Like, that's fine.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Um. Yeah. So that settles it. You know. You think he should leave? I think he should stay. But if a team is willing to wait for him, then by any means, go there, get paid, come back healthy, and do what you got to do, baby. Um. Next thing I want to talk about is Clay Thompson, man. Um. Clay Thompson tore his ACL in Game Six. Uh, I can remember the sequence like it was yesterday. Uh, Kyle Lowry first Pascal Siakam had the ball, is about to lose it from Draymond, and then Kyle Lowry gets the ball, tries to drive in, and I think uh, I think Draymond kind of deflects it a little bit, and then I think Steph Curry steals it, goes up for the uh, Steph Curry gets it in the fast break, um, passes to Clay, Clay goes up for a two hand yam, Danny Green tries to contest the shot, clean contest, just lands awkwardly, like Disgusting. you said. At first I thought he didn't know where he was. At first, I thought it was his ankle at first, his, his ankle, but when I saw that replay and his leg went like, I was like, dude, I don't know if it was a stinger. I don't know if it was a slight sprain. I don't know what it was, because after they kind of carried him off, he was running down. To, uh, yeah, I thought he was going to come back and play. Yeah, he was running down, and I was like, okay, he's jumping up and down, running. I was like, yo, this dude's a warrior, like a true warrior, yeah. like. He's really about to come back and, and drop 50. And drop fifty. If he didn't get hurt, he was about to go for 50, bro. I swear to God, he was about just, to go for 50, man. Damn, that's up my fam, doing money.
1: NBA streets, he was just glowing. Bro.
0: Right, glowing, bro, on fire. Um, but yeah, man, that injury was pretty devastating because I think um, aside from game three, that was the first uh, injury... I mean, first night, first injury, first game that he's ever missed um, in the playoffs ever. Okay. Um, first time playing without Steph Curry ever in the playoffs as well, as well too. I believe. Actually, yeah, no. Steph Curry sprained MCL um, a few years ago, but damn, that that kind of took a blow, and I think that kind of solidified them losing that series. But um, if you're Clay, do you stay um, or do you go elsewhere as well, too? If I'm Clay, I stay.
1: You stay. Why you stay? Yeah, I've stay because <laughs> one that all NBA money that you're not about to get <laughs> for one, uh, two. I just I think as much as we would want to try to disvalue Clay in some ways or like say oh Clay's not gonna come back here. Like I mean maybe it's time for a change, but mm-hmm. Clay's the the second weapon on that team. To be honest, like. Dame and um, C.J. McCollum. I mean, Clay is C.J. McCollum with less in in the in the in the concept of like (laughs) the one two punch. Okay, okay. and the one two punch. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I think I think C.J. McCollum's a lot more shifty and can't shoot as well nearly as Clay. But in the in the one two punch of the Warriors, Clay is that. I mean. We've seen times where it was like last year, it was like, we, there's memes where it's like, oh, uh, when you get an A on a project, but you don't contribute, <laughs> and there's Clay sitting on the bench, and you know, he got cold for a while, but Clay is still like, he's still capable of going for 40 any day, just because that's the caliber of player he is, that's, that's the nice. shooter he is. I think I think if you're Clay, you, you ride this out, man, um, would it look kind of shaky with Katie not being there, and then eighty to the Lakers, and... You know, the Rockets supposedly about to regroup and the steady emerging Nuggets that are giving people problems. The Clippers that are looking like they're trying to get a good free agent in. They could be Jimmy Butler. They could be somebody somebody interesting. But I, I think i stay because that's the best place that I have to win unless he is going to go to, like, an L.A. for, I like guess, less money or, you know, I think LA I saw a tweet that LA's just tr- still trying to clear out money so they can sign a supermax player. We'll talk about that a little later. But but yeah, so that 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 would be very interesting. I mean you have in the West like the people like the Clippers. Um for me in the Funk Clay, I'm I'm only iron the Clippers. Or I'm i Golden State unless I'm going east, but why even do that? Mm-hmm. So out of options and out of where I am in my career and the comfort and the organization I stay with Golden State.
0: Yeah, and I already know he's gonna stay, bro. Like, he reminds me of Ginobili, Tony Parker, Tim Duncan type of player. Loyalty is everything to him too. Um, and Wiley's something that you built. You know, what I'm saying he believes he's one of the best players in the NBA. Shit, should, he should have been all uh, all team and one of those all team first, yeah. second or third. He definitely. That's why it sucks because it's like the regular season too, but playoffs is what matters most. But he should have definitely made it, had a spot up there, anyways um but yeah if you clay man when you have when you when your team has the birds right bird rights to you they can offer you the highest and he's all on defensive team too so he he eligible he's not eligible for that super max that he wanted but he's still getting what like 190 they yeah, can get right he, yeah that's the most you can get paid anyways too and i believe if he, if him and steph curry and draymond green that that big three together and you just add p- bits and pieces every now and then like you're always going to be a Spurs type of team where you're going to compete for a championship every single year. Um, so if I'm playing, I'm staying. And it's not too bad. He's not like a D-Rose type of player where he's, his his game is tailored towards his athleticism. Yeah. So I think he'll come back good. Um, You think he's going to be back by playoff time, possibly?
1: With the ACL, ACL, you come back a little bit faster. Little I think faster. he could be back playoff time. I think I think all-star break. Interesting. Mm-hmm. At full, though, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think if I'm Clay at um at twenty nine years old, mm-hmm. you got a smooth, decent five years of basketball left in you. Mm-hmm. It'll be February by the time All Star Break comes around. If I'm really, really confident in it, I come back. I mean, the shooting
0: at least it's gonna help them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and then for the Warriors It's gonna take a while for him to regain his strength and conditioning. Yeah. And then his lateral movement and all that stuff. And he's he's one of the best two-way players, best perimeter defenders too. So I think I'm, i wait on I'm it. I'm wondering how long this is going to take. I think I'll wait on it now, a little if bit more. He, if he can string along like 15, 20 games going into playoffs, I think he'll be fine. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, we'll just <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing right now because you guys don't see but my dogs real little on the ground just getting it hump in his bed. Like, come on, Ziggy. <laughs> <laughs> <That's your point. laughs> um, back to Clay Thompson. <laughs> back to Clay Thompson though. <laughs> I think Clay Thompson can
1: get it when he comes back <laughs> from an ACL injury. I think he's thinking he should take a time.
0: So, shout out, Ziggy, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out Ziggy, but wow. Um, so, next topic for you is. Golden State Warriors next season, what is that looking like um, to you? I think that with no KD... Where are they finishing up? Okay, yeah. So with no KD and no Steph Curry, one, I think they're going to be fighting for a playoff spot. I-, I think so. Well, then you only got him and Draymond the whole season, bro, I think they're going to kind of struggle a little bit, bro. Team fighting are- for a playoff spot? Dude, Yes. You saw hard yeah. it. was tough, but Fighting gonna for a like playoff. I think they're gonna get a five through eight seed. And you know in the West, every day it changes Or self MVP time. again. I was saying that too. Him <laughs> and LeBron are my top picks for MVP okay. next year. LeBron's I, gonna
1: fill it up with the pieces they're gonna give him. Yeah. LeBron's gonna the basketball mind that is LeBron, the greatest player that we've seen ever. Mm. It's gonna go stupid.
0: Yeah, but I think Steph, knowing that he doesn't have K D or Clay and it's literally just him and Draymond, we don't know where Boogie's gonna go. If he can if he can get a five if he even if five through eight seed, it's probably gonna be the most shot attempts he's ever had. Yeah. All his stats gonna go up. He may be his percentages may be going down a little bit, but I can see him averaging literally like thirty six, eight and five, bro.
1: What it does scare me for is his health, too, because he's always too. have
0: ankle problems. And it's kind of ironic, too, right? With his ankle injuries, like you would think he'd be the one to be hurt over KD and Klay Thompson. Less stress on him. Less stress on him. So um, I think he's going to play around 40 minutes, like probably like 30, 35 to 40 minutes a night, and I think he's going to come out for MVP. But I think they're going to, knowing that the West is getting better, that, the Nuggets going to come back better. PG finally got his imprint on the game. Russ is gonna come back stronger, oh, Lakers gonna be better, <laughs> Blazers are gonna be better. Like dang. there's team Utah's gonna be there's teams out there, so it ain't gonna be it's gonna be a dog fight every single night. Top bro. down,
1: uh, top Nuggets, Blazers, OKC, Houston, Houston's still there, OKC, um <laughs> Lakers, uh Clippers. Kawhi might come. We don't know that either.
0: And then you got you got you call Utah. I didn't say Utah. Utah is gonna get better. We don't know what Sacramento is gonna look like. Porzingis about to come back with Luca. They could sign another player. We All in the West, dude. It's gonna to be tough, bro. It's gonna to be tough, my guy. Pelicans. It's gonna be <laughs> nah. We gonna talk about that too. <laughs> nah, not yet, not yet. We'll know, you know. Depot babe. coming
1: back in the East. Deep. Uh, when is Depot coming back? Depot coming back in the East. He, he brought. He tore his ACL. Broke his leg. Something like that. Depot's stupid athletic yeah. too. Like and he's young. Mm-hmm. He comes back after Christmas. Okay, I can see that. Or 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 if they if they have the time to after All Star break. But I feel like before after Christmas, Depot comes back, mm-hmm. terrorizes. Yeah,
0: terrorizes. There, there's a spot in the East, right, just right for Depot yeah. in, in the Pacers. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, to answer your question. I think. Well, to answer my question. I asked you by answering my question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think uh, the Warriors are going to end uh, a six through seat. depending on when Clay Thompson comes back. They're definitely going to be a six through eight seed. Um They're going to struggle, man. They're going to have some highs, going to have some lows, but it's he's going be to a struggle. I, I don't know that he's. It's a, if he goes, some. I mean, he, he what? He, I feel like he's going to get most paid with eight, like five to eight million dollars again he really got re-injured didn't really do that well in the finals I mean I know you kind of just tossed him out there in the fire but at the same time we don't know where he's at yet so you could take that gamble and maybe a team that's in the bottom half, trying to compete for a playoff spot was given more money. But honestly, I don't really see him getting that much money this year. I think he's going to have to prove himself again. So I think it would be smart to just sign like a little five to $8 million contract uh, with the Warriors again and see what you can do from there too. Because obviously that quad tear was something that was kind of random. His Achilles seems fine right now. So if he gets back... You know, to where he's at, going to say could be a problem too if he stay. Yeah. But I, I see them getting like a five to AC to, to answer. Um, I'm that dropping question.
1: boogie for uh, Patrick McCall. <laughs> You're sick, Patrick <laughs> McCall got that three Pete. That's actually very That's sick, pretty sick, very
0: sick. <laughs> kind of going back now. Um, you know, gotta gotta have that inner skip base in me without the motherfucking hate. Yeah. Um, is Kawhi hate considered hate. based off of his playoff run? The best player in the NBA. So obviously, I feel like in today's era, you know what I'm saying? Um, to me, kind of it's kind of like an out of sight, out of mind, um, us being prisoners of the moment and whatnot. Um, he he played great this playoff run, man. And then I knew I knew he was gonna, with that load management, I knew he was gonna come back doing something crazy. So just to point out some stuff right now, um, at the age of 27. Well, let's talk about the playoffs, and then we talk about the age of 27. So he led the 2019 playoffs in minutes, points, rebounds, steals, field goals, and free throws. And at the resume of 27 years of age, he got a ring before MJ did. Obviously, he ain't going to be no MJ and whatnot. Um, But two-time NBA champion, two-time NBA Finals MVP two-time defensive player of the year, three-time NBA All-Star, two-time first-team All-NBA, two-time first-team All-Defense, and won a Finals MVP with multiple teams um, in San Antonio and with Toronto, Joining the company of LeBron, who won in Miami and Cleveland, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who won with the Bucks and Lakers, and he's the first to ever win a Finals MVP in both conferences. So my question to you is, do you think that right now, knowing that Katie is out, LeBron missed the playoffs. He's about to be 35. Um, Steph's, I guess you can say, sort of meltdown or lack of whatever you're saying. James not doing whatever. Him, you know, surpassing odds against Embiid and going against the Greek freak and whatnot. Him being one of the best two way players in the NBA. Is he, for for the time being, Mm until someone snatches it from him, is he the best player in the NBA right now? Yes. Why?
1: <sighs> mm, currently, uh he's, he's, he's sitting on the throne for I mean all throne Game of Thrones fans. He uh <laughs> <laughs> it, w- it would have been like if Jon Snow hadn't got written off the way he did. Mm-hmm. If we wanna talk about it now, like everybody's like cool with how Game of Thrones yeah. turned out. But you know, it's 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 the story that he didn't go team up with a super team. He, I mean, did he fell fall into a good house? Yes. He was like, he was born into like House Lannister or like House, like Baratheon or whatever like that. For all my Game of Thrones fans, we'll, we'll get there. So, see, well, you got to just, I don't know. But I don't watch Game uh, of Thrones, guys. He, I'm sorry. He, <laughs> I watched the
0: first season. Um, and I watched a little bit of the second season. Um, I told one of my old friends that I would watch it with her, but I, uh, I just, I don't know. I'm just into things that are like, Based on true stories, and I, I like sci-fi. I don't really like fantasy like that. Um, Sewell's a fun guy. I'm a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: back where I was saying, he Did was born in, He was born into a good house. House spur. He um, spur. <laughs> was the bastard of um, Coach. Um, <laughs> Forgive me, basketball Uh, guy, but he was the bastard of Coach Pop, Greg Popovich. He uh, was sent to the wall up in the north to perform his task until we found out that he was really the true heir to the Iron Throne, and in the process, he actually took the Iron Throne instead of saying, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it, because Kawhi knows something, Jon Snow, and he he did everything that we wanted him to do from a basketball standpoint and from a, just a meekness standpoint. Kawhi is just such a just a I'm here to play basketball and we're gonna win kind of guy. Like he is beautiful. Uh, so so that the fan lore was was good enough for me for that. But two, he gets the job done. Like he, he he's battle tested when he when he first got into the league when he first was facing the big three with LeBron, D Wade, uh, Chris Bosh um guarding LeBron James at the age of 22, mm-hmm. and 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 coming out there scoring, not saying nothing, being about his business, whether it's how he is or the habits that he really just chooses to have, like Kawhi's out there doing it. He's putting up the numbers. He's uh and, and through a decade, a, a decade later, almost I'm not even gonna say decade, but it's it's been some years later. And he's, he's doing a dynasty it. Dynasty killer. He he does it with another team. Are the like or were the words a little bit impaired? Yes, but did his numbers speak
0: for themselves? And he, what player? Sorry for cutting you off. What player have you heard of other than MJ taking off two years? What player do you know missed damn near an entire season, gets traded to another conference, has load management, only plays sixty games, and then comes back and wins Finals MVP and leads the league in the in the playoffs with all those stats I just pointed out, dude. She crazy. No,
1: nobody. And again, like like see was saying earlier. He's battle tested. He was battle tested. Like the, the the Philly. They weren't no pushover team. The, uh, to be honest, the Philly, the Philly team. The changes they made and who they were minus Ben Simmons, jump shot, or lack thereof. Marco faults to it with him to Orlando. Um, <laughs> forgot he Relax, <laughs> Bags, bro, Raquel Foles, you better have a big no, year, bro. That ass he was crazy, bro. That's crazy. But yo, like, minus all that, Philly was the best team they could have faced. The dysfunctional Celtics, nah. Um, but they were battle tested. Kawhi, poetically, game seven, last shot, buzzer beater. Uh-huh. 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 Drops and goes crazy. <laughs> I think. You can't you can't write a better narrative, and you couldn't put a better person in the leading role for that narrative because Kawhi checks off all the boxes. Literally everything. It, so is he the best player in the league right now? Yes. Um, not to take away that LeBron James, the best player we've seen thus far, physically, mentally, and any any other place. Like, so we'll see we'll see the resurgent LeBron next season with his new look Lakers. He always, a, he always has a new look team when he plays.
0: We'll talk about a stat I got up for you too. But um,
1: yes, Kawhi, Kawhi has the crown. I'll give you that.
0: Yeah, got the crown now. Until someone come grab it, we're going to see. And I feel like wherever team he goes to, if he goes to another team, he's going to, someone's going to want to play with him. So they're going to sign another, another player with him. He's going to talk to other people. So wherever he goes, I kind of agree with Max Kellerman. is being first take. Definitely. You guys watch that. Check it out. Wherever Kawhi goes, I think they would be the favorites. I just think he's on, he's in his prime right now and I feel like, I feel like it's very, it's going to be very, very tough to beat Kawhi four times in the playoffs right now. Like, ain't nobody yeah. stopping that man right now. Um, going on my next topic, Toronto parade and 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 in Toronto in general, parade was crazy man. Mm-hmm. Uh, very very lit. I think about two million people pulled up. Uh, my boy Keyshawn that I met at Howard through my cousin Warren. Uh, he's from T dot right now. He was at the he was at the festival, so um, I got to live vicariously through him. Okay. It was pretty it was pretty dope, man. Pretty intense. People were lit. Um, it seemed like it was a national holiday. It seemed like no one went to school or work or anything like that. It was very very crazy. Um, but yeah, man, the first time you know the Raptors have ever won a championship, um, and first time a non-U.S. country or yeah, non-U.S. team, country, whatever you want to say, yeah. um, has won an NBA final. So that was that was pretty dope um, for you know Kawhi and the company to deliver that to him too. Um, I guess my with this topic, what I want to say is, if you're Kawhi Leonard, where do you go? Um, after this, and do you owe it to Toronto to stay? Because I feel like he kind of fulfilled his promise, right? You know what I'm saying? On this LeBron James thing where I'm going to come back. It's a little different scenario, but I'm going to come to this team. I'm going to do what I can do, and if I deliver, then that's what I've done. I don't owe you guys anything. And I feel like him going to Toronto, he really doesn't owe them anything because he's gotten them to the mountaintop. He, he did what DeMar DeRozan couldn't do. Shout out to DeMar DeRozan, though. I mean, it kind of sucks, but at the same time, you helped build that foundation along with T-Mac, Vince Carter, Kyle Lowry, Chris Bosh, all those people that came before you. But Kawhi's just better than you, bro. He's just better than you. He's just different. Should have been Kyle. Should have been Kyle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Game of zones. Um, but yeah, man, um, if I'm Kawhi, honestly, I mean, he's so good that... If he can get another all-star caliber player, I think he'll be all right, um, and he can compete on a yearly basis. But honestly, I'm probably – I like the Clippers because I love Doc Rivers. They proved this year that they can be competitive. They proved this year they're just literally a star away, and just adding another star with them would be crazy. Um, so How if long I saw, has Doc been in L.A.? So
1: he's been there since he's, he's been there. Well,
0: whenever Chris Ball got traded to the Clippers – or so, Yeah, when he got traded or signed to the Clippers, yeah. um, he came in there with them too. So he's been there for like maybe like five, six, seven years possibly. I can't really grinding. remember. Grinding, grinding, grinding too. Um, but, yeah, the way that they moved the ball this year and the way that um, they, you know, pride themselves on defense this year, if you incorporate Kawhi, who's clearly going to be the number one option, um, I think he's going to be good, man. But I really, really like what Toronto has set for yeah. their foundation. Um and I've been sicing this all year, if you guys have been listening to my podcast, but I was saying like, yo, Pascal Siakam. It's going to be stupid next year. Last year, he played, what, like eight minutes a game. This year, he went up to like 30 minutes a game. To see what he's done and been so battle-tested, there's been, they may have been, there may have been games where he's been off, but relatively, he's been pretty damn consistent the whole year and in the playoffs, bruh. Dude, the sky is the limit for this guy. And I feel like next year he's going to come back even better. I feel like next year he's going to actually be an all-star. Scary. And to me, obviously, they're not on that level yet. But I feel like if you stay with Pascal Siakam and you just throw around some other pieces with him, that can be like an MJ Scotty Pippen type of tandem right there, I believe. And I know I'm Sison, but I, I think that could be MJ Pippen tandem Esk. right there. esque Like. Not 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 quite there, but a little bit below, and I think they can compete for a title each year because he's just gonna get better from here, better from here on out, man. Um, and I love Kyle Lowry. Um People used to hate on him. I think he finally proved people wrong at this it, at this day and age right now. You kind of say he's better than Chris Paul right now. I'm probably tripping right now too. Um, and then like 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 I think you know their young talent is just gonna get better. OG and Anobi's gonna get better. Forever and Fleet's gonna get better. Norman Powell's gonna get better. They're still under contract, so I think they're good to go. My biggest concern is, it's like I think as far as free agents, Danny Green's about to be a free agent, and I think Marcus is damn. about to be a, pre- a free agent Mark's too. Damn. So I'm like, are they, are they going to take less? If if Kawhi takes like all the max, how much money are they going to have over? I don't want them to sign there and they lose some of those key pieces because Marcus yeah. Gasol and Danny Green, they were huge pieces to that yeah. that puzzle right there too. I think if they get one to stay, they can get all of them to stay. And by one, I mean Kawhi. So, yeah. be... so I mean, they're just going to have to talk. He's just going to have to talk to management, see what they have to um, do because I think right now he has a lineup a lineup to go meet the Lakers. Uh, to meet the Clippers, to meet Brooklyn, okay. I think to meet the Knicks as well too with Toronto. So five, those five teams he's gonna look out for. Um, but honestly, if I'm Kawhi, I'm cool. staying with the Raptors, man. Um, I don't really want to. It'll it'll be nice to have another super team, I guess, uh, with you know Anthony Davis, which we're gonna talk about later. Uh, LeBron James and him as well too. But if I'm Kawhi, I just want Finals MVP. Like I want to be the number one option, and I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to take second race, fiddle dude. to nobody else, and I don't want to taint my legacy either.
1: Um, so
0: I'm either going to Clippers or I'm going staying with the Raptors because I, I love Kyrie and whatnot, but I just feel like mm-hmm. Kyrie wants to control a lot, and I don't think Kawhi's, Kawhi's going to rock with that anyway. So I'm staying in Toronto or I'm possibly going to um, the Clippers and teaming up with, like, a Kemba Walker or even, like, a Jimmy Butler or something like that. Yeah, because to be honest, Kawhi's already proven, like... <laughs> He doesn't have
1: anything else to prove to us, per se. Mm-hmm. It's about where he wants to go right now. I mm-hmm. I think he could go inside with the Clippers later on in two or three years still. Yeah. So, like, if he wants to ride into the twilight of his career like that. Yeah, but whatever he does, we're not going to be mad at it. But in a situation where he could choose to stay and keep controlling the East with Iron Fist, why
0: not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? So, we'll definitely see, man. Um next topic I want to talk about is <laughs> Where my phone at, man? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh man, Chris Paul and James Harden, bro. Um there's been a lot of a lot of things going on right now. Chris Paul um, definitely ate the last Hot Pocket. So basically, as far as news, there's been a lot of news coming in and out. I really don't know what's real and what's not anymore. You know what I'm saying? They may have me on some platform saying I did this and this and that. I'm kidding right now. Um, But basically, there's been rumors saying that uh, right after uh, the conference, I mean, the conference semifinals were over, Chris Paul and James Harden had a little clash. Um, And I think there's been breaking news as well, too, saying that Chris Paul demanded a trade from the Rockets after losing to the Warriors in the playoffs. Um, It says that, Paul and Harden have a toxic relationship. Paul and Harden didn't talk to each other for two straight months during the regular season. Um, Both of them would often go at it with each other during practices. Harden went to management and told them it was either him or Chris Paul after they lost. One has to go. um, And Paul has tried to reach out to Harden this offseason, but Harden continues to ignore him. And there's been other rumors that Harden, I mean, Chris Paul, has, um, you know, requested a trade. Um, It's just crazy to think that because... Last year, Chris Paul didn't get hurt, I st- I still believe that they would have went to the finals. And knowing that LeBron was the only person on that squad with Cleveland, I think they would have beat them in about six games. Um, and then this year, too, I mean, obviously you lost to Golden State, but at the same time, it's Golden State. Like, Jordan was in his prime. There was just certain te- certain teams, certain players who were was supposed to get to that, that mountaintop. They just couldn't get there because there was just a better player, better team going up against you, you know what I'm saying? So... I wasn't too mad. I mean, I was mad a little bit the fact that Katie got hurt, but they went back to their motion offense, where they, the ball really don't stop that much. So I mm-hmm. think it's kind of hard for them to. I mean, if, I think if they started, if they, if they, if Katie never played that series and they started from game one over to game seven, maybe the Houston would have adjusted better. But I just felt like it was kind of too late, and the fact that it was what, it was it was it three two at that point. Yeah, I was like, nah. Good deal. I, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's it's just crazy, like. I guess my question is, like, who do you side with? And then what do you expect going into the next season? Because, honestly, when you think about it, one, I kind of want to side with Chris Paul because even Kobe said it, you know, in the regular season, like, the way that James Harden – obviously, there's been a lot of injuries. Capella went down for a little bit. Gordon um, Gordon went down for a little bit. Chris Paul was out for a little bit. Um, and they had a couple, of mother, a couple other injuries down along the way too. But – Kobe was saying, like, yo, like, the way you guys are playing right now, like, not gonna that's not going to win a championship. You cannot have ISO ball 24-7, wait until the shot clock go to four or five seconds and pull up, pull up on a dumb, contested shot. Like, that's not going to work. And basically what they're saying is Chris Paul's like, yo, like, let's run a motion offense, of James Harden, move without the ball. Like, let's be more of a dynamic threat on the offensive end, and that will propel us to be better. Because when you look at their playmakers that they have... Eric Gordon, um, James Harden, Chris Paul, and Austin Rivers, like they should be able to get a lot of easy looks, but Mm -hmm. it's just not translating over. And then you have another thing where it's like, obviously Chris Paul is one of those players who wants to be kind of respected on the same level as like a LeBron James type of player, D-Wade type of player, but the fact that With James Harden, that was his first time going to conference finals. The fact that James Harden um, has been an MVP, he has been in the conference finals a couple times without another all-star and whatnot, Um, basically it's just like James Harden has that mindset like, yo, who are you? Like, (laughs) I know you're my boy, but at the end of the day, why am I listening to you? Like, I'm the guy. I'm running the show. I'm one of the faces of the league right now. So it's just kind of crazy just to see how things are falling out if these rumors are true. Um, but, I mean, hopefully it's not true. Hopefully they can figure it out because I think they're a good tandem together, at least from what I saw a little bit this year um, and definitely from what I saw last year as well, too. Um, I think, honestly, like, the fact that the Warriors are hurt as well, too, it's a big reason so to go I would keep the same core that I have, change up the offense, and y'all can legit get to the finals because we don't know who else the Lakers are going to add right now. We don't know. That's their first year together. We don't know how, how things are going to mesh together, you know what I'm saying, with the new coaching and everything. Um, but what are your whole thoughts on um, Chris Paul and the and debacle that's going on? Um, I think it's petty
1: because they're such good players. Mm-hmm. Like, But if I'm real, a true point guard and somebody that stops the ball a lot of the times... Mm-hmm. Or not, it's not gonna mesh. It's like oil and, and water, you yeah. know. It's not, it's not gonna combine. A lot of times, uh, it's not the way that maybe somebody's accustomed to playing. Um, even from a, we could say, all right, Chris Paul wants the ball a little bit more to get stuff developed, so he yeah. can make the right play, so we can get everybody involved. Or but rather than give it to James Harden early in the shot clock, yeah. and watch James Harden dance just to shoot the shot up. After a while, whether it goes in or not. Mm-hmm. coming down a stretch that hurts people because they're, they're going to put, they're going to hone in on James Harden and if you haven't touched the ball in 10 minutes, mm. it's tough for you as a supporting cast to do that. You know, like, how are you a supporting cast in a movie and you don't have any lines? <laughs> you like, That's just that's just how it goes. Like, how do you support somebody if you don't have the opportunity to support them? Mm. It's, it's not, it's not all the way around basketball so that's kind of what Kobe was saying. Yeah. Um, but, with all that being said, if I'm the organization, I'm – and, and they're, they're, those two are the men in trades or so one person has to go or the other has to go, stuff like that. I'm getting rid of Chris Paul. Sad, sadly to say – sad like, sadly to say, but James Harden is prolific on offense. He's always going to be a bucket. And to be honest, I'm getting rid of Chris Paul, and I'm getting rid of the staff. Who? Coach's coach staff. Okay. Yeah, so getting rid of basically Mike D'Antoni. Mike, Mike D'Antoni, because we can find a different way to play basketball, and we can, like, not seeing that point guard, like, Chris Paul doesn't come down and doesn't. I respect Chris Paul's greatness, but I understand what I have in James Harden, that he could be 40 points a night easily in the regular season that would have us sitting pretty atop to the Western Conference. But the coaching and then whatever point guard I can bring in, like, if the mark is good enough for it, Maybe we can get a lo for a little bit less or, you know, st- something like that, and we'll see what happens. But me walking in and doing the same thing over and over again is not going to work as an organization. Like, we, we we were all in awe when he traded Casey, who's still an amazing coach, to Detroit. Or not traded him to Detroit, but he, he fired Dwayne Casey. I'm a side Yeah, yeah. The yeah. fired Dwayne Casey, traded DeMar DeRozan, their champions this year. Mm-hmm. Just as we might have to say, like, all right, let's trade Chris Paul, get rid of Chris Paul, and let's do up with Mike D'Antoni because we clearly can't beat the, the the Warriors. And it was it was still even a different East because we saw LeBron leave, you know. So we're saying, oh well, it's a different West because the Lake you know, because the Warriors are injured. You still gotta evolve just because the stuff around you might seem like it's getting a little bit less frustrating, or it, it might be it might be less of a struggle around you or to, like the plan pose. You still have to evolve as who you are. Cause if you're not evolving, you're getting worse. There's nothing such thing as staying the same. So that, that's, that's my outlook on it. If, if I had to be the GM in that spot, I would, I would do those two things.
0: But it's like, you're the GM, you're Darren Moore. You always want to improve your team. You, you're obsessed with, you know, trying to get that coveted championship. Um, you signed Chris Paul To a super duper max So I think he's making Damn near what 35 to 40 million a year Who's gonna get that? Who's gonna snag that contract What team you know gonna sign that contract And Chris Paul's At this point in his career He wants to win a championship So he's gonna go to a Playoff contended team
1: He's not who got that
0: it. Who got that money Nobody's Who's gonna that. take that money
1: We don't know <laughs> Unless the unless the Lakers are trying to clear out that super max to get
0: Chris Paul, unless they do that, which is wild. But oh, I'm good off that. I'm good off seeing that too. But it's like the only thing I can think of is maybe they do a sign and trade. So basically, how Chris Paul did a sign and trade when he was with the Clippers and went over to Houston. If they mm-hmm. do that with like a Jimmy Butler or something, and have Chris Paul go to um, the Sixers or something like that, that that's the best case scenario that I can think of right now. But other and the teams, Sixers went. Jimmy Butler's a way better defender than Chris Paul oh, will sure. ever He's be. 6'7". <laughs> but it's like, I think they're gonna just have to stay put with what they have. Mm-hmm. Maybe shot Clint. No, no, I don't even.
1: I don't I know. know. No, I <laughs> like, need Clint Capella. is Clint Capella, is a rim monster. Yeah, I don't. Nah, bro. They're 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 pretty stuck
0: in their position. <laughs> yeah, like, they're done though. So. Jack said earlier today on first take, you know what I'm saying, him and Kobe always had beef, but they always respected each other. So, you know, you just got to find a way to to win. To win. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, all I think it is is them putting their ego aside and just changing their whole – Offense, yeah, that's literally it, bro. Just stop with the ISO ball, bro, and then you'll be good. I
1: still feel like James Harden can score anywhere he wants to. Exactly. He just don't want to. And you can play off the ball, James Harden, or he could play. He could play that that main ball handler role. It's, it's just a lot of stuff you can do in basketball, you know. And it's just put your pride aside and ride,
0: <laughs> Drizzy. So I mean, we're gonna see what's good with that, bro. So. Y'all, hopefully y'all figure it out, because I, I really love watching you guys play when, for the most part. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, next topic that I want to talk about is Anthony Davis' trade to the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, Lake yeah, 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 boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Anthony Davis, a couple days ago, was recently traded to the Lakers um, upon agreement, um, and basically... He got traded uh, for Alonzo Ball, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, um, and three first-round picks, including the number four overall pick and um, in the 2019 draft. That will be Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. Tune into that. Um, but just to break it down even more with those picks, like I said, number four pick in the 2019 draft, um, a top eight protected pick in 2021. Um, it becomes unprotected in twenty in 2022 unprotected swap in 23, unprotected swap in 25. Um, so shout out to David Griffin and the Pelicans because we're going to talk about this too um, after this, uh, who's the real breadwinner. But how you feel about the trade? Um, yeah, just tell me your tell me your thoughts on the trade, man. Tell, tell me your thoughts on the trade. I think it was really good for both teams.
1: I'm excited for the young Pelicans. Hopefully they can put together a well, good... No,
0: let, let's talk about Lagos first. How you feel about AD coming to team up with LeBron James.
1: It was going to happen eventually. It just
0: I knew it was, yeah, I knew it just became more and more evident that it was going to happen because at this point, like I said earlier on, I've been saying this since the beginning of this show, like players have the power now. So we've seen the model for Paul George forcing his way out. We've seen the model for Kawhi forcing his way out, Jimmy Butler forcing his way out. Like when you limit the teams you want to go to, you're going to go to basically who you want to go to because a lot of teams are not going to have, want to have you for a rental unless... They had that rare case where you're like a Paul George, where we can show you how good our train staff is, show you how our coaching staff is, show you how the standard of living is here, yeah. show you how our players are too, and how we can compete for a title, and how our GM would go above and beyond to try to put the right pieces around you guys to compete. Yeah. Um, and then like a Kawhi Leonard, you know, handled his health pretty well when he got traded over there. Um, and you know they won a chip this year as well too. Uh, but. Man, yeah. When when you stars have power, bro. So I knew he was gonna go there. If it won't this year, is gonna be next year. But it's better mm-hmm. this year than next year because we don't know what LeBron we're gonna get, you know, as he ages. But yeah, continue. On. Sorry for cutting you off. I know. You How sure. you feel about the trade? How you think they're gonna do this year? Um, do you think they're gonna sign another free agent? They're signing another um, free agent. Stuff. So tell me what you tell me. Tell me your your two
1: cents. I think they're gonna sign another free agent. I think I think they need another good free agent. They'll need a shooter uh-huh. and they'll need a versatile a versatile kind of like 3 and D type player? Three, four, four or forward piece. Just somebody that's going to just do the dog work. You know, that, that's been around enough to do the dog work. I mean, they still have Lance on the squad, like people like that. But I think I just think they need that that extra piece. I'm not, I don't even want to say big man, but I don't see LeBron posting up for one, I think AD's going to protect the paint, mm-hmm. but who's going to bang with that second team unit? You know when they put them in, mm-hmm. who knows? Granted that the West is looking totally different when it comes to that second team unit. I mean, they who, got depth in yeah. the West. Who who's running and ripping with that? Like, so it's going to be all right. So I'm just trying to go down the line like Capella, AD going to be on the same. AD's better than every big in the West. Every, every every big <laughs> in the West. Like clearly, but when it comes to like people coming off the bench. Oh. Who who's doing that matchup? You traded away the dude that was dog. You traded Maybe the they can get the...
0: Javel McGee back. Yeah, they get... for cheap cheap. You
1: could, but I still go back to when Magic Johnson traded dude to the
0: Clippers. Oh, uh Zubac. Zubac. That was stupid. Who who looked like he could be very very promising for 3 4 years, too. Magic, what you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm not To get be. who they get?
0: Wagner or
1: Wagner? They got Wagner. And they're looking to sound like Wagner on like, some like a minimum or something like that. It's, Bro. Uh, but back to it. I think it was really good for the Lakers. Um, it just sets the the tone for what we knew the team was gonna kind of going to look like. And we're excited to see what the best basketball player we've seen thus far is going to do with AD, a superstar, LeBron James. Is he going to be able to one prolong his career with, the talent he has around him, and two, keep putting up those same numbers that he, we've seen him put up because LeBron was still averaging about 25. 27, 7, and 7, something like that. Stupid numbers still yeah. at 34. 34. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like he has any stopping him, but we always say that until we see somebody stop. Him. But uh, praying that for the NBA that LeBron is healthy for a few more years to come. Uh, and then... Going back to the other side of the trade, New Orleans' exciting young team. I mean, they
0: Wait, even before we get into that, okay. I, got, I got some some sense to add to that too. Okay. Um, this is gonna be the first time LeBron gets a player in the early stages of his prime. Um, <clears throat> as far as the championship, obviously, Golden State is out right now. Houston's in turmoil. Denver's still young, um, and like you said, with that matchup with. With anything Davis going against another big, you just have that figured out. Um, but I think personally though, I still think they need more pieces. Cause right now, looking we need at more their people. roster, they only have um like five players. So LeBron James, AD, Morris Wagner, Kyle Kuzman, Isaac Bonga. I don't even know who that is. Isaac Bonga, right? <laughs> so right now they they could get cap space up to 32.5 million. But I think – I forgot the way it works um, with Andy Davis getting traded. He has, like, some trading bonus or something like that. So, that shades us about 4 or $5 million. So, they, for real, they may only have about, like, $25, $26 million left over. So, now that the salary cap's going up and players are going to pay more, it's looking like they may not get another star they're looking for unless that other star takes a sort of a pay cut. But at this point, I feel like LeBron, every time he's won, he's always had that dynamic other, like – perimeter player that can score when you have D-Wade, you had Kyrie. So now it's going to be like, what are you going to do with AD? Like, obviously AD is one of the best players in the NBA, top five for real, for real. Um, but He's a you, need a, you need a whole team. You need a whole. You need depth to win a championship. And I just feel like ideally I would want them to go after, you know, another, another star player. Honestly, I would try to go after Kemba. Um, and I think that just takes away – the point guard duties from LeBron James, because I feel like as LeBron gets older, he's not going to want to have the ball in his hands the whole time, too, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to go and result to posting up as well and playing off the ball. Um, but honestly, with the money that they have now, it's looking like they may not get a free agent, so I'll probably try to get a couple of role players to just go along with that squad this year. Um, so maybe you can get like a... I don't know, maybe you can get you can get a point guard... Maybe you can get Tay Rozier for cheap And then add like a Danny Green Or add like a Marcus Hall Or something like that Um, Or Rudy Gay or something like that Or Harrison Barnes But I just have to see How they pan out And what they're going to do But I think they're definitely Going to make the playoffs this year Um, And I think they were probably Going to be like a top three Maybe top four seed in the West And I think Looking at the West right now If they fill out the roster How I think they should fill it out West up for grabs right now, but I don't... In the playoffs, <laughs> when the game gets slowed down with 80 and Bron, I don't see nobody Scary. beating them in the West right now. So I, I think they should be considered favorites to go to the finals right now. Same.
1: Same. In, in, in the new look West. New it's look the, it's West. not the Wild Wild West anymore. It's the... It's the new look West. It's the... Um, disabled Veterans West. Disabled Veterans West.
0: <laughs> so we'll see, man. Obviously, barring health... Uh, you know, they should be good to go. So we'll we'll definitely see um, what they have up their sleeve. So it was kind of good that they kept Kuzma. Now going on to the next topic, Pelicans. I think long-term – well, let's go short-term. I think short-term, Lakers are the winners because they finally made that decision that they want to win now and just add veterans to go along with their two stars. Um, And I think long-term, the Pelicans are the winners, bro. They are the winners, bro. Zion coming. Zion's going to be the number one pick. You got your future point guard and, and um, Lazo Ball. Ball. Drew Harden is still there as well, too. Josh, you got Hardest, Josh sure. harder Josh coming off the bench. Brandon Ingram is going to be tough if he gets the blood clot thing situated. Hopefully, he's not like Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh wanted one of the, you know best to do it. But damn, they're going to have a squad. Scary. And I like Alvin Gentry a lot, too. And there's just no more drama with the whole eight with eighty leaving, so it's a fresh start. Um, and we never really get to see Lonzo play to his peak because he's been injured. You know, I think he had a little meniscus problem, knee problem his first year, then he messed up his ankle next year. So um, hopefully he can stay healthy. And him and Drew Holiday gonna probably be the best defending backcourt in the NBA. Yeah, bro. What? It's gonna be crazy. And I just feel like with Zion coming there, his transition as a rookie is just gonna be even easier since Lonzo makes everyone better too. And then you got Brandon Ingram who I think if if his health is right, he's gonna be one of the he's gonna he's gonna prove he has something to prove and I think he's gonna be an all-star type of player when one, one day too. So and bro, we, we're
1: still not talking about how dominant Zion Williamson is. Yeah you know, like he's a freak of nature. He not saying he looks like LeBron, because I think LeBron had a more wider range of skills here and there, but we we don't know what Zion Williams is about to do to the league, and it could be a LeBron-esque effect to it. Like, he he's the first player that's going to have that kind of making stupid money off his shoe deal. Yeah. Before he he'll probably make more money off his shoe deal than he will off his initial NBA contract. No, that's nice facts. Because that's the player that we've seen him to be. Mm-hmm. So, it. It could come in, and it might be, it like, greatest, greatest, greatest scenario, LeBron with other superstars around him. Not superstars, but, other like, a good team around him mm-hmm. when he first gets in the league. Like, a good team. Or it could be, like, somebody that comes in, super athletic, that needs to refine his game, but can still give you 10 or 15 points a night. He's definitely going to give you, I think Zion Williamson can account for
0: 10 and 10 easily. It's for sure, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty year. I see like a like a 14, 15 and 10.
1: Yeah. A, we don't know Are they gonna have the 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 years on them to really take the west like they should. I don't believe that, but it could get
0: interesting looking at that. Very, very interesting, man. So, um, playoffs or or no this year? Uh,
1: for Pelicans, I don't think so. I just thought about something else. Mm-hmm. Supposedly Michael Porter is coming back for
0: Denver. I guess, Nick? Yeah. yeah, he got cleared now; his back's good. So,
1: <laughs> and he he looked prolific. He looked KD scoring. Bro. Yeah, they compared so, to so, KD. Supposedly, we got to see that too. But basketball is getting fun again. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it just gets better and better every year. Yep.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't see him making the playoffs this year, but I think this year we're they definitely should be televised a lot since Zion is the number one pick. So I, I expect them to be on TV at least once a week. Or like a, you pay for week. that? Um, I'm going to stay up for that. <laughs> I was. When you say showtime, that's going to be showtime right there, boy. Um, but, yeah, man, we're going to see how they do. Um, I think, you know, they're going to be like a team, like a, like a Sacramento, where they may be in playoff contention for a little bit, and relatively their youth is going to catch up to them. But uh, I think it's going to be a very exciting year, and I think Pelicans are in good hands. And there's been rumors that – I Obviously, room, they man. had Lakers fourth pick. They're trying to potentially trade that fourth pick to get a player like a Bradley Beal or something like that. A oh, Bradley Beal would be
1: hot. So if they get the Bradley
0: Beal, so they'll probably they'll probably trade Drew All if they get Bradley Beal with that fourth pick, and then have Lonzo be the starter. Um, that could be him. That could be a tough team. That could be a very tough team. I just only thing I'm not too. I, I don't know like who's who's their big right now. They're like, big. Jaleel Okafor is their backup. Like I don't even really know who their biggest right now. Yeah, I can't right. think of it right now, but that's basically like the only spot that they have to cover. And I feel like you can you can find someone just get your rebounds, set your screens, you know, get you easy put back. So that you can find it in the NBA. So Pelicans are gonna be good, man. Definitely gonna be good. Next topic I want to talk about is Danny Ainge, man. Um, straight poo, straight <laughs> straight poo. <laughs> Danny Ainge missed out on getting Kawhi Leonard last year. All they wanted was Jalen Round and I think one or two first round picks. Um, he's about to lose Kyrie. He swore he's going to go after AD for a couple years. Lost um, to you know, lost to the Lakers um, by not getting AD as well too, and he may lose Al Horford now um, because Al Horford wants to seek a uh, three four year deal elsewhere right now. So uh, my question for you is: Do you think that? The Celtics are going to take a huge step back. Um, yeah, just give me your thoughts on that. Um, yeah, just out of
1: sheer principle. You're losing Kyrie Irving. You're losing um, Terry Rozier. is probably going to go get a deal from somewhere if you can. Um, Al Horford is trying to – Al Horford is how old? About probably 30. 30? 31. He wants that right off into the sunset of his career mm-hmm. deal. Um, you're taking a step back. Again, the East, the Beast Coast, like come on now. Like they're not getting it's not getting any easier over there. Like yeah. we we talk about the West, but now with with per se Kawhi staying, that's that's a done deal. You know, that's sealed and mailed already. So they're gonna definitely take a step back. Mm-hmm. And and with that team in shambles like it is, again. Depo, I keep harping on Depo, and I maybe I'll, I'll get proved wrong when we see the season, and maybe it won't happen. But Depo and the Pacers took LeBron James to seven games when he won the East, so I think Depo is going to be a reemergence. I think Celtics going to take a
0: backseat to a few teams next year. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Maybe but I mean, but too. without Kyrie, they numbers don't lie. They do play better. So if they retain. Jason Tatum. If they happen to keep Al Horford, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown get better, that's less driving to worry about. And they could be.
1: They have to retain their point guard too.
0: They have to retain Rozier.
1: Yeah. At least, I think. I think he he will stay for the if Kyrie leaves. I think he will stay. Yeah. So. I mean, we'll see. I still think they're gonna take a back seat, though. I, that's doubt. That's and then we don't know
0: what's gonna happen with Jimmy Butler Tobias yeah. Harris. So there's a lot of things that can happen, too. the Nets, is D'Angelo Russell going to stay? Is he going to go elsewhere? Is he going to pair alongside Kyrie? Is Kyrie going to go? So it's just a lot of things mm-hmm. to think about.
1: Um, yeah, and then big news that the uh, that the Bulls are trying to shake it up. They're trying to go for, like, Darius Garland, and they're trying to go get somebody else, too. I think I think the Bulls being, not even a contender, but being an emerging team again mm-hmm. makes for a fun league again. Yeah, I just... Knicks to make for... I, I, the Knicks don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> I was like, I give it two or three years, and I think it's up for grabs for anybody, because mm-hmm. you know, I think two or three years from now, the Warriors are going to be kind of out of question. Mm-hmm. Um, out, of sight, out of mind? In a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron, he wants to play through his 40, but he might not be as much of a factor. They'll probably get one more superstar in there. Um, just the perennial powers that we've known in our in our young adult life will be gone and it'll be a new era of basketball. Mm. So
0: we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely see what happens, man. Um, fortunately, we cut short on time. Um, so next episode, I will incorporate the NBA draft that's supposed to take place Thursday, June 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I'll give you my analysis on who I think Um, you know the top picks there, who were sleepers and whatnot, and all that good stuff as well too. But Trey, man, first ever, you know, time for the season show going to video episode fifty three. Any any last words you have to say, man?
1: Um, shout out to all my high school graduates out there. Uh, (laughs) definitely seven five seven area. Shout out, uh, yeah, shout out Michael Brown. Shout out uh, Trayvon Williamson. Shout out um, Chase uh, Three Wise Maya. All that stuff like that. Um, shout out to my youngins, yo. Uh. Be great. Continue to do everything that you guys set out to do. Um, love you guys. Can't wait to see what you, everything that you achieve.
0: Bam. Yes, always aspire to aspire before you expire. Um, yeah, you guys, you know what I'm saying? Um, I will have this video up. Um, you can access that to Sir Caesars TV on YouTube. Obviously, I'm always going to be podcast ready. So available on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes Podcasts. Got my own website, Sir Seasons, well, the Caesar's show.com. You can follow me on all forms of social media at Sir Caesar's, S-I-R-S-E-E-Z-U-S, and also at The season Show as well, too. Got clothing in there, so definitely check all that good stuff out. Always delivering you some hot topics, latest topics, anything in NBA. I got you with that. And, yeah, definitely make sure to follow my boy Trey. Can you tell him your your handle? Uh, Shout
1: out to Trey. It's traded XXIV. T R E D A Y XXIV on everything.
0: On everything. And then we got Ziggy Gobain right here. If you heard some little chirping in the background, that's him trying to eat being ingredient and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening and watching another stellar episode of this season's show. Definitely check us out and we look forward to seeing you another time.
2: Peace. Yeah. M- M-